Today, John's going to tell us about Skip from Annadel. He's going to tell us about some coaching milestones. He's going to talk about state debate. Uh, we're going to thank a ref, as we always do, and John will tell you who his most valuable teammate is. This is, of course, Preps Today with John Millay. John Millay, star of the show, uh, also the star of John's journal at mshsl.org. Go there for his written work. Go here for your, his spoken word artistry. Uh, we are coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services Studio. I want to thank our longtime sponsors, Pizza Barn in Princeton. Also want to thank uh, Propane, propane.com. Uh, Jody Stay is the proprietor, a longtime proprietor of Pizza Barn in Princeton. We love that place. We'll tell you more about them in a little bit. But let us start, John, with Skip from Annandale. Yeah, Jim, uh, it's good to hear your voice. Uh, uh, I'm in the middle of doing a, a story, probably kind of a profile. We'll see when I'm done of Skip Dolan. He's the longtime boys basketball coach at Annandale High School. He has announced this is his last year after 44 years of coaching, something like that. So I'm working on a story about Skip. We're talking here. It's Wednesday afternoon. I'll be at Annandale Thursday night. Uh, they have a home game with Dassel Cocado. Um, and yesterday on Tuesday, I spent about 40 minutes <clears throat> on the phone with Skip. I've known Skip for a long time. I wouldn't say we're, we're close, but we know each other. We've talked. And, and I just wanted to Ask him about, you know, why did you want to become a teacher and a coach? Well, you know, why, why retire now? You know, I knew he's got, he's got eight grandkids who live within like 15 minutes of, of, his, of his house. You know, he's got a full life. Uh, he loves it in Annandale. He's, he's the face of Annandale High School, really. Um, so I'll be there to uh, see them play Thursday night. Hopefully get a story up uh, this weekend. Skip is, is a rarity in some ways. He was once a head coach in three sports at the same time, football, basketball, softball, um, always a sports kid. He grew up in Renville down in southwest Minnesota. Told me growing up he was never really interested in school, but always loved sports. Uh, he was an athlete at Bemidji State, and he talks about his wife, Kathy, a lot. Their first date, I think Skip told me that he was 14, she was. She grew up in Sacred Heart, another small town down the road from uh, Renville. These two talk about commitment. Skip and his wife Kathy were lifelong elementary teachers. They've both retired from teaching, um, but they have these eight grandkids who, who keep them hopping. Skip was joking about what he calls Grandpa Camp. You know, he'll just get all the kids together and grandpas. We're gonna do. We're gonna shoot baskets. We're gonna go fish. We're gonna hit golf balls. Whatever it is, you know, grandpa camp. What a what a lucky guy. I, I want to be in grandpa camp. <clears throat> I want to go to, to Skip's grandpa camp. <clears throat> he was telling me that I think Monday night after his team practiced, he and I were texting before that. Um, he went back in the gym a little later, and they were having like you know kids basketball practice going on. So uh, all three of his sons and or sons-in-law were out there and all of his grandkids pretty much. And everybody was right there in his gym. And what a great, what a great scene that is. And I was really happy as a lot of people were for Skip in 2022. Annandale won the class 2A state championship, their first boys basketball state championship. And Skip was just so much fun to talk to afterwards. It was emotional for him. He worked so hard and that he had a great team that year. But he'll tell you, he, he won't hesitate when you ask about accomplishments, that what really matters are those relationships he's had and has with his players 
current players, former players going back decades. And, and I, I've got a lot of information on Skip. I'm going to have to figure this out. There's a lot there, but uh, give me a few days. Uh, he's a remarkable guy, and you'll be able to read about Skip Dolan on John's Journal. It's funny. We're both lifelong writers and reporters, and the best stories are the easiest to write and the hardest to edit. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, I, I just, you know, I've got a, so much, I've got this lengthy word file, you know, I've written, I wrote about Skip when they won the state championship. I found other, you know, he, when he was elected to this hall of fame or that hall of fame, there's all kinds of background information. And, and there's just, you talk about a full life. I mean, hopefully it's a, it's a long, a much longer life. I think he's in his late sixties. Um, but boy, that guy has lived the life and, and the impact of one person, you know, not just on players he's coached in, in four sports. He coached girls basketball for a while, plus boys basketball, football, softball. He's a Hall of Fame softball coach. It's not just that. Think of all those elementary kids who've been in his classroom and his wife's classroom for, for all these decades. Talk about an impact. You know, people say one person can't make a difference. I would disagree, and I would point to Skip Dolan about how much of an impact one person can have. So I know they're going to have a big salute for their last regular season home game, and I may end up back in Annandale for that. And they've got a pretty decent team this year. It'd be nice to see them make a good uh, postseason run. And Skip's going to get lots of attention and lots of accolades, and it's all well-deserved. Yes, and you you and I both covered high school sports uh, as a primary role uh, for for major newspapers and now you for the MSHSL. Um, and we both continue, you know, I still dabble in high schools every once in a while. We both are married to educators. Uh, man, when, when you come at it from our perspective, there's no doubt one person can make a large impact on somebody's life. Yeah, that's it. And before we started recording here, you and I were talking about the Vikings and where, where do they go from here? And, and, you know, those are the coaching jobs that get most of the attention, the D1, the pro jobs, but for impact on young people's lives, there's nothing. Give me a high school coach any day who really gets it. Somebody like Skip Dolan, and, and almost all of them do. I, I don't know if I ever talked to a, a high school coach, much less a teacher who doesn't understand their role and the impact they can have. And that's just, I just love, I just love that part of my job, Jim. You know that, that I get to, I get to deal with all these great people who, our educators at heart, whether they're coaches or administrators, officials talk about giving back. It's a, it's really, really a neat uh, world we live in here. Yeah, no doubt. And you more than me. And I, I really, I've always appreciated the work you've done on that. And congratulations to Skip. And thanks for telling us so much about him. All right, let's move on to coach. By the way, if you like this show or any show at talknorth.com, subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's the easiest way to listen. Uh, just great sports figures, you know, Russo, Krasinski, Jeff Diamond, Roy Smalley, Lavelle Neal. I'm forgetting eight, half of them, but we have uh, Mike Grimm, uh, Dave Lee, Outdoor content. We've added Dawn of Sports to Don Mitchell. That's a blast. We did something Grace Plus, uh, Grace um, uh, uh, Zumwinkle over the weekend with her first hat trick. We talked to Natalie Darwitz next week. So uh, we get into other high school-ish topics here on this network, even apart from John. Uh, so thanks for listening. We do appreciate it. Go ahead and subscribe. And now let's get on to coaching milestones. Yeah, we've got a lot of coaches hitting some big numbers here recently, Jim. Uh, the top of the list is Mike Randolph. People, Hockey people remember Mike as the longtime boys hockey coach up at Duluth East. He's now in, I think it's a second year as the head coach at St. Thomas Academy. And he's going to make history, I think, before this season's over. Last week, he became only the third boys hockey coach in Minnesota history with 700 wins. 
And I just barring something really strange, he'll be at the top of that list before long. The all-time leader, this is interesting. You know, you think of hockey in Minnesota, you think up north, you think the Metro. The two winningest coaches are from uh, southeast Minnesota, Lauren Grasso at Rochester Mail. Lauren won 707. He had 707 wins. Next on the list right now, Roy Nystrom from Albert Lee. He won 705, and I, I knew both of those guys before they retired, wrote about them, great friends. Uh, so those are the top two. So 707 for Lauren at Mayo, 705 for Roy at Albert Lee. Now Mike's at uh, 700 uh, plus now. Uh, so I think there's a good chance he's going to get to that. And it's interesting, you think of the Willard Eichelas of the world and all these you know, coaches who, from long ago, but uh, they play more games now. That's part of it. And these coaches who stick around forever uh, and are very good coaches, you know, you see those numbers pile up no matter what sport it is. So yeah, let's go to uh, boys basketball, a big night at Crosby Ironton the other night. Dave Galovich, the boys basketball coach for the Rangers, he became the fourth high school boys basketball coach in Minnesota to reach 800 career wins. At the top of the list is, is uh, my all-time favorite, Bob McDonald from Chisholm, uh, the late Bob McDonald. Second is the late Bob Brink of Ricori. And third is a guy still coaching, Ken Novak Jr. at Hopkins. So they've all, they're all past 800, and Dave Galovich at Crosby Ironton uh, reached 800 this week. And, and one of my friends, Jeremy Millsops, the sports editor at the Brainerd Dispatch, he allowed me to reprint a great story he wrote about that night. Uh, and that, that's on John's journal. If you want to go there, I got a photo from the Brainerd dispatch of kind of the post game scene. And he really, he really painted a great picture of what that was like from talking to players and, and, uh, and galley and everybody up there. Really fun. A couple others here. Uh, congrats to fertile Beltrami boys, basketball coach, Neil Steffes. He, he reached his 500th, uh, career win recently. Jordan boys basketball coach, Matt Urbanek, he got his 400th career win and another milestone. It's a non-coaching milestone uh, down at St. Charles down uh, Easter Rochester. They celebrated the other night at a wrestling meet, at a wrestling duel, their 70th year of having a wrestling team at St. Charles. You think about that. I, you know, I don't think a lot of schools have wrestled for 70 years, but the St. Charles Saints sure have, and they, they packed the gym. I saw some photos. Really a fun event. Cool stuff. All right, we're going to get on to the state debate this weekend. We're going to thank a ref, and we're going to talk about John's most valuable teammate. At the moment, though, we want to thank Jody Stay and Pizza Barn in Princeton. We sure do, Jim. And the January pizza of the month has been revealed. It's the Street Taco Pizza, Ooh. one of their all-time uh, top sellers. It's been brought back with a few twists here throughout the month. They're serving sour cream and guacamole on the side. They use shredded park pork barbacoa, which is really good. You can get it for dine-in, carry-out, take-out, take-and-bake or delivery at the Pizza Barn in downtown Princeton. And if you want to eat for the cycle uh, before you get that street taco pizza, try the appetizer of the month, which is Cowboy Bites. They come with a side of Chipotle Ranch. It's just it's fantastic, like everything on the menu. And we're proud to congratulate everyone at the Pizza Barn for 40 years plus of outstanding service. It's a busy place all the time. Go to pizzabarnprinceton.com. You can look at the menu. You can order a pizza. Or you can just walk in and have a great meal. 
Thanks to Jody State and Pizza Barn. Thanks to Aquarius Home Services. Thanks also to Propane, propane.com, because we need to lower our carbon footprint and we need reliable and affordable energy and a clean energy solution for tomorrow's available today. It's ready to work alongside other energy sources. It's propane. Propane produces 43% fewer emissions than the equivalent amount of electricity generated from the U.S. grid and is energy stored on-site and independent from the vulnerabilities of that grid. Major advances are being made today for renewable propane, which is compatible with traditional propane. Minnesota needs to use all of our low-carbon alternatives to safely provide energy, reliability, resiliency, and affordability. Propane, the right energy right now. Find out more about what propane can do for you at propane.com. And now on to state debate. Yeah, we're going to have a state tournament this weekend, Jim. Cool. Boy, it's going to be cold. Good thing this is an indoor tournament. Yes. This is a debate tournament. Uh, it's the oldest tournament at the high school league, well over 100 years. Uh, this will be Friday and Saturday at the University of Minnesota. They do it in a classroom building. It's a very different environment from almost any state tournament. I mean, it's not – It's I've been in some of these classrooms when these kids are, are debating either, either – uh, one-on-one or, or two, two, two-person teams, super intense without screaming crowds. It's just, these are the, somebody said to me one time, these are the future CEOs, these debate kids. And there's something to be said for that. I'm always impressed by the, by the students involved here, by the teachers who lead these debate teams. So it'll be cold, but it's going to be indoors. It's always fun. And uh, we wish everybody good luck. That's, that'll get the, uh, Winter state tournaments kick off. We'll have a few more weeks here, about a month, till we get going hard and heavy with state tournaments. But uh, debate is a great, great activity. Uh, you're, you're thinking about, you're making me think about creating a new sport here. I mean, we know what <laughs> biathlons like. Well, it's going to be cold. Go. Have them ski until their heart rate is really elevated. Ooh. Then they have to debate for three minutes really fast, then go back to skiing. <laughs> I like it. Let's, I'll, I'll run that up the flagpole. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to happen. All right, let's thank a ref. Yeah, uh, we're. This is uh, the month. Uh, this week specifically, I think, if not the month, we're honoring officials all over the country. All the state associations are doing things to honor officials. But the best part of it is when actual schools and teams do this. We had a great example the other night up at St. Michael Albertville. The girls' basketball teams from uh, with the Knights and the Maple Grove Crimson just went out of their way to thank the officials before the game. Before the game, both teams posed for a photo with the officials. They recognized their commitment to fairness, sportsmanship, the players, the coaches, the fans in the game. They tweeted a photo from St. Michael Arbutville. That was really cool to see that before a game. Everybody's smiling and, and thanking the officials. That's awesome. Uh, another thing about officiating, during the uh, college football national championship game the other night, I had a thought about officials. I have a lot of thoughts about a lot of things, none of them very coherent, but this one, I, I, I tweeted this. I said, I would love to hear both coaches in any sport at any level publicly thank the officials after a big game. Yeah. At what are the odds? And I put it, you can put a survey on Twitter. So the first one of the choices was it will happen. The other choice was not now, not ever. So, you know, people could click, I don't know. There were t- several hundred responses the vote, came, the, the vote came out pretty much as I knew it would with about two-thirds of the respondents clicking. Not now, not ever. They don't think coaches will ever publicly thank officials. And what this tells me is about a third of my Twitter followers, followers are like me. They're eternal optimists. <laughs> so it, it will happen. I'm, I'm firmly in the it will happen. I mean, it's almost like a cultural change because especially, you know, 
big time college sports, pro sports. It's such an adversarial relationship between coaches, players, and officials, fans, coaches, and players. But I think that'd be cool if uh, if a coach really felt like the officials did a great job, whatever it is, baseball, basketball, you know, publicly say that after a game. It, I think it'll happen. It's not going to become a trend, but it'll. I think it'll happen. I think we'll see that, hopefully. I, I think the breakthrough will be when someone does it after they lose a big game. Yeah. Yeah. And they, yeah. And they because if you, if you win the game and you think there are right. officials, it sounds like you thought maybe they did you, did you a favor. If you right. lose the game right. and you thank the officials, right. that's pretty genuine. That is. And, and you do hear coaches after a, after a bad yeah. loss or a devastating loss, somebody, you know, reporting might bring up the officials. And, and most of the time coaches will say, we, we hurt our, we beat ourselves. It wasn't the officials, which is, I guess that's okay too. Yeah. That's not, that's not thanking the officials, but yeah. And you know, with recent, especially in the NFL with that, with that Detroit Cow Detroit Dallas game with the eligible guys checking in or not. I mean, that was a big, big to do and, and uh, officials, they can take the heat, but uh, a little bit more appreciation would never hurt. No, you're absolutely right. All right. Let's move on to the most valuable teammate of the week. Yes, here you go. Our weekly honor from the high school league. Uh, Josie Wodell's a senior at Wabashaw Kellogg. She's a member of the dance team. She's a four-year captain who's coachable, motivated, hardworking, respectful. She has a strong work ethic, sees the best in everyone. Josie is hands-on with every task, every goal, every competition, every practice. She's upbeat at all times and always encourages her teammates to keep pushing for their goals. Congrats to Josie Wodell of Wabasha Kellogg on being a most valuable player. Excellent. Any big plans for the next week you want to highlight? Uh, let me look at my schedule here, Jim. It's going to get cold. So I, uh, like I said, I'll be at, uh, up at uh, Annandale for boys basketball tomorrow night, Thursday. I, uh, I don't know for sure. I may be at St. Peter for a basketball doubleheader next Tuesday. Um, and then next a week, a week from now, uh, the 19th and 20th, there's a cool event at, at the Rochester Mayo Civic Center, the uh, Hiawatha Valley League Three Rivers Conference Showdown. It's basically there's there's basketball games, boys and girls, a handful Friday night, and then they go all day Saturday. I, if weather permitting, roads permitting, I'll probably be down there Saturday for part of the day. And then as I come home back towards the north, I think I'm going to stop at Pine Island. They're having, it's their second or third annual girls-only wrestling tournament. And I've seen photos from there. I've seen videos. I just may do that. You know, girls wrestling is such a big thing in Minnesota and really around the country in a lot of states. So that may be a week from Saturday if I head down to Rochester for some boys and girls basketball and then some girls wrestling in Pine Island on the way home. That seems like a pretty good day to me. No doubt. Uh, and I look forward to talking to you about all that stuff next week. So thanks to John for everything. Thanks to everyone who listens. We do appreciate it. Thanks again to Jody Stay and Pizza Barn. Again, if you're up in that northwest quadrant of the Twin Cities, you're not far away from Princeton. You're not far away from Pizza Barn. Highly recommend it, either for stopping in, taking out, whatever. And Jody's great. And the, the kids and the other people she have, has working there are just industrious, polite people. It's just a great vibe. So check it out. And thanks, thanks again to everyone who listens. 